And a very good Monday evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you on the Oh, The Pain podcast. And, of course, we now are in episode 11. And the Joe Beningo Oh, The Pain podcast is sponsored by Natural Body, by Anita Tire, by the Hackensack Brewing Company, and our newest sponsor, Beach Camera. And uh, let me welcome in uh, everybody at Beach Camera, where you can find incredible prices on stunning TVs, this holiday season, look no further. They've been in business for over 30 years. Beach Camera offers all the top brands such as LG, Samsung, and Sony. So give Isaac a call at Beach Camera, and that's at 732-993-6385. 732-993-6385 or stop in at 80 Carter Drive in Edison, New Jersey, and let him save you some money this holiday season. As well, use code JOEB for $15 or if your order of $100 or more at beachcamera.com. And also, uh, let me mention uh, the uh, guys, Mike Jones and company at the Hackensack Brewing Company. And don't forget, don't miss our live podcast. It's a week from today, November 15th, 7.30 at the Hackensack Brewing Company, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, New Jersey, right behind the tombstones. Follow our Twitter account at Joe Beningo, uh, Real, and uh, Instagram at the Real. Joe Beningo for more details. Don't forget to check us out again a week from Monday, the Oh the Pain podcast live from the Hackensack Brewing Company. All right, here we are now as we basically are in the halfway point of the NFL season. Uh, some teams have played eight games. Some teams have played nine games. Of course, we have the extended 17-game season this year, and it was a very interesting weekend uh, in the NFL as we get ready for tonight's Monday night game between the Steelers and the Bears. We'll start with the Giants at the Meadowlands and a, a really solid win for the Giants as they beat the Raiders 23-16, a game where the Raiders made six trips into the red zone against the Giants and came away with only one touchdown. They kicked three field goals. They had a very big missed field goal late in this game by Carlson, who missed about a 25-yarder uh, that would have cut the lead to one at that point for the Giants. And then, of course, on that final drive with the Raiders trying to drive uh, uh, to tie the game up, they got to the giant 13-yard line in the closing seconds, only to see Quincy Roche uh, sack Derek Carter, forced the, uh, Derek Carr, not Derek Carter, Derek Carr, forced the fumble. It was recovered by Leonard Williams, and the Giants win it 23-16. to Big win for them. They go to 3-6 and six on the year as they head into their bye week. And their defense is starting to play football. And that was really the story of the game yesterday for the football giants, the defense. It was a very pedestrian day for Daniel Jones in the offense. He did throw a touchdown pass to Evan Ingram early. He did have a solid performance by Devontae Booker, who rushed uh, for 99 yards in this football game. But the story was really the defense. Two interceptions by Xavier McKinney. One uh, early in the third quarter that he took to the house, a 41-yard pick six that gave the Giants the lead for good. He also had one later on in the game uh, when the, the Raiders again were driving. And I mentioned that the fumble caused by Roche late that Leonard Williams recovered to basically seal the deal for the Giants in this game. Uh, they forced a bunch of turnovers late. Their defense is uh, lately in the last couple games. They're starting to play very, very well on that side of the football. And that's really, really the difference here, why the Giants have played better ball lately. They've won two of their last three that win a couple weeks ago against the Carolina Panthers. And again, the Giants are doing something that the Jet defense never does, and that's forced turnovers. They did it yesterday, 
And the Raiders have always traditionally had trouble at MetLife. Remember, uh, even last year, even though they wound up beating the Jets on that last play with uh, that long bomb from uh, Derek Carr to uh, Henry Ruggs, uh, you know, a couple of years ago they came in, the Jets beat them up 34-3 to when they were riding high to Raiders at that point in time. So they've had trouble at MetLife over the last couple of years. And again, it manifested itself yesterday. Of course, the Raiders were dealing with all the fallout from the whole situation, the tragic situation with the uh, fatality that happened with the uh, DUI with, with Henry Ruggs and him being released and all of that. But a real solid win for the Giants, who, as I said now, sit at three and six, had a lot of guys, had a weird week with all the different COVID-19 stuff. McKinney himself, who had a, a couple false positives, was back to play all this you know, insanity over the COVID-19 protocol. But the Giants were able to survive all of that. And as I said, they get the three and six now on the year. The Raiders fall to five and three. They sit tied now with the L.A. Chargers. L.A. won their game yesterday, beat the Eagles in Philadelphia. A big game for Justin Herbert, who threw for over 300 yards, a couple touchdowns. And, of course, they won this game on a field goal uh, with two seconds to go. So they cr- a cross-country traveling for, for L.A., and they win their game over the Eagles 27-24. So you look at that AFC West right now, uh, both the Raiders and the Chargers tied at five up and three down. And, and, and right now, you know, you look at the AFC picture, it is crazy right now. I mean, who is the best team in the American Football Conference right now? It's probably the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee sitting there at 7-2. and two. What, a, what a win last night. I, I, I was stunned. They go into L.A., against the Ram team that, to me, is the I thought coming into this week was the best team in the league. And they didn't show it last night. They were all over Matthew Stafford. Two interceptions of Stafford in this game. One for a pick six. Uh, and, of course, they played this game without Derrick Henry. Adrian Peterson was recently signed by uh, Tennessee to take over for Henry. We'll see how long Henry's out. He looks like he's going to be out at least for most of the regular season. But there are the Tennessee Titans. They've won – what is it? Six straight, five straight wins now. They were two and two after that loss to the Jets. And how, that's the other thing. How did Tennessee lose to the Jets? And Derrick Henry was healthy in that game. And he rushed for about 150 yards in that game. And still the Jets were able to prevail over the, uh, over the Titans, who right now, as I said, have the best record in the AFC, sitting there at seven up and two down. And the NFL is just, uh, you just can't figure anything in the National Football League right now. You know, and with that said, you know, you talk about Tennessee and Tennessee losing that game to the Jets and they've won five in a row since. And they win yesterday against, you know, one of the top teams in the league and the Rams on the road without Derrick Henry. But you just never know. Look what happened yesterday in Jacksonville. The Buffalo Bills go into Jacksonville, a 13 and a half or 14, whatever the number was, 13 and a half point favorite, 14 and a half point favorite and lose 9-6 to to the Jaguars. Are you kidding me? A Jaguar defense that just was all over Josh Allen and the Bills yesterday. And really the story of the game for the Jags was Josh Allen. Now, not the quarterback of the Bills, the the linebacker, defensive lineman of the Jaguars. What a game he had. Eight tackles. He had a sack in the game. He had an interception in the game. He had a forced fumble in the game. And I think he actually wanted to take his namesake, Josh Allen's jersey, and take it home with him. And maybe he did that too. So you just, you never know 
in this league. Trevor Lawrence got banged up in this game but came back in. You never know. Who would have figured I'm, as the knockout pools continue to just get shuffled all over the place, this is why you just, you know, these you know, betting, that's why they call it betting. That's why they call it gambling. If you're a gambler or if you're in any of these pools that I'm in, a knockout pool, whatever it is, I'm sure a lot of people had Buffalo yesterday. I actually had picked Buffalo laying the big points in my weekly segment I do with John Jastrzemski on a Thursday uh, doing the NFL picks, and I was certainly wrong about that one. So the Jaguars with a nine to six victory over Buffalo. You just never know. The Bills fall to five and three now on the season, still lead in the AFC East, but only by now a half game, one game in the loss column over the surging, and I hate to say it, New England Patriots. New England has now won three straight games. They've gone to five and four on the season. They're four and zero on the road. They went into Carolina and beat up Sam Donald and the Panthers yesterday. Final score of that game was 24 to 6 for New England. And just, just, uh, you, you just can't figure it out. How does it happen? How did, how did, how, how did he, how did he, how did the Patriots, how does Belichick continue to do it? You tell me. How does Bill Belichick continue to get it done? He's doing it right now with his defense. Yesterday, it was Jackson had that big pick six with 88 yards for a touchdown. Uh, uh, taking it all the way to the house. One of three interceptions they had a Donald in the game as the uh, uh, Panthers wind up losing this game. New England has now won three straight games on the season. They're five and four on the year. And as I mentioned, just a half game right now behind the Buffalo Bills in that AFC East. You just just don't know. I mean, it's just unbelievable – uh, in this National Football League. And you can't believe it about Belichick. I mean, he's got this team rolling again. It wasn't such a great game for Mac Jones. They did it on defense, and they're doing it right now with probably the best secondary in the National Football League. As I mentioned, that 88-yard uh, uh, pick six by J.C. Jackson yesterday. Sam Donald continues to have his problems against New England. We know what happened when he was a member of the Jets against the Patriots. So watch out, because the New England Patriots right now would be the final seed in the AFC playoff picture. They would make the playoffs right now as the seventh seed. They're five and four. They still got their two games left with the Bills. As I've mentioned, they've won three in a row. They're four and oh on the road. And you got to be, uh, (laughs) you start to get a little nervous that even though Brady's gone and Gronkowski's gone and Edelman's gone, that the New England Patriots are on their way back to being New England. And they have a big game at home next week against the uh, Cleveland Browns, and we'll get to them uh, in a second. I, I got to say this, though, about the Panthers and Matt Rule. I am tired of hearing what a great coach Matt Rule is. I, I don't know how many different people over I-, I hear this all the time. Oh, Matt Rule, what a terrific coach he is. He's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Really? Is he? Last year, the Panthers were 5-11. and This year, they started out the year 3-0. and They have now lost five of their last six games. And they have not looked good doing it. They fall fall into four and five on the year. I am sick and tired. Let, let, let Matt Rule do something. I think that makes him what nine and sixteen as coaches as, uh, as coach of the Panthers so far in a year and a half. Let me see a little more before I'm starting to say Matt Rule is one of the best coaches in the NFL. Uh, you know, I just don't see it. I really don't see how that's the case at all. I do not see it with Matt Rule. You got to show me more than what I'm seeing from this guy. This team's got to start winning consistently. 
Like I said, they've now lost five of their uh, last six games on the year. Joe Beningo with the Ode to Pain podcast, uh, talking a little uh, breakdown of yesterday in the National Football League. The Jets, of course, had that dis- disaster on Thursday night when they got their doors blown off by the Indianapolis Colts, 45-30. to 30. We'll get to, at the end of the show, we'll get to a little bit more on the Jets, who, uh, of course, will take on Buffalo, now a very angry Buffalo Bill team next week at MetLife Stadium. How about the Baltimore Ravens yesterday? They're 6-2. and two. They lead the AFC North. This was my best bet of the weekend. I love Baltimore laying six at home against Minnesota, and they wound up winning the game, did not cover the spread. They won in overtime, uh, 34-31. They win this on a, on a field goal by Justin Tucker with 16 seconds left in the overtime period. This is a game where the Ravens trailed by 14 points twice, came back, had the lead late, Minnesota scored late in the, in the fourth quarter to tie the game, send it into overtime, and it looked like the Ravens were going to be in big trouble and maybe lose this football game when Anthony Barr made a terrific play, knocking a ball up, and he had deflecting a pass from Lamar Jackson. He winds up picking it off, and it looked like it was going to set Minnesota up You know, for the win in OT. didn't happen. The Raven defense stopped them there, and eventually Baltimore comes down uh, behind Lamar Jackson and uh, and uh, Hollywood Brown, and they wind up winning this game 34-31. So they're 6-2. and two. They lead the AFC North right now. And how about the AFC North? You know, the AFC West is crazy. You look at that. Everybody's within a half game of everybody. The Chargers, Raiders, 5-3. and three. The Broncos and Chiefs sitting there at 5-4. and four. In the AFC North, it's pretty much the same thing. If Pittsburgh wins tonight, and you would think they're going to beat the Chicago Bears in Pittsburgh tonight, That'll put them at five and three. The Ravens at six and two. Cleveland and Cincinnati are both five and four after Cleveland just beat up the Bengals yesterday. They beat them 41-16 in Cincinnati, a game when Nick Chubb rushed for 137 yards. He also had a a long 77-yard touchdown return. Denzel Ward, excuse me, had a 99-yard pick six in this game against Joe Burrow. Cleveland, a game they really needed to win. They jump out to five and four now. So you look at that AFC North, and like I said, if Pittsburgh wins tonight, you'll have the Ravens at six and two, you'll have the Steelers at five and three, and you'll have uh, both Cleveland and Cincinnati at five and four in a very, very competitive uh, AFC North right now. So, you know, you look at the AFC, and there's so many teams that have a shot. I mean, you look at them. You got Buffalo at five and three, the Patriots at five and four. <clears throat> we mentioned all those teams. In the AFC North, the Titans sitting there at 7-2. and two. You can't discount the Colts as a, a possible playoff team as they sit there at 4-5. And five, and then uh, just a, a, a uh, everybody on top of each other in the West. Big wins yesterday. Speaking of the West, the Raiders lose to the Giants. We mentioned the Chargers beating the Eagles. But how about Denver going into Dallas and just destroying the Cowboys? How about that? I mean, I don't know if anybody saw that coming. They beat Dallas 30-16. to 16. This game wasn't even close. Denver had a 30, 30 to nothing lead in this game. Dak Prescott was back, and it really didn't matter. Uh, the Broncos, their defense played great. Solid game for Ted, Teddy Bridgewater yesterday. They really got the job done. So they ran out 5-4. and four. Remember, they started 3-0, and oh, lost their next four games, came back, beat Washington uh, two, uh, you know, last weekend in Denver, and now they beat Dallas, so they're five and four. And the Chiefs are five and four. Although the Chiefs yesterday, 
let's be honest, and I watched this game, if you watched yesterday, the Chief-Packer game, if Aaron Rodgers played yesterday, the Packers win this game. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And the Packers, who had won seven in a row, they dropped to seven and two, but they're one of the top teams in the NFL. Their defense was fabulous yesterday. I mean, really, the reason they lost this football game, first of all, obviously, Rodgers didn't play. But even with that, Jordan Love certainly wasn't giving anybody reason to think that the Packers should be parting ways anytime soon with Rodgers, I can tell you that. But they lost this game, the Packers, because of their special teams. They had a missed field goal at Mason Crosby. They had a block field goal uh, that uh, by Crosby. So that's two field goals that they didn't get yesterday. They also had a muff punt. That led to a field goal uh, for Kansas City and even a big dropped interception by one of the Packers in the secondary yesterday late in the game. Uh, and uh, Kansas City survived. They led 13-0. Eventually, a touchdown pass from Love to, the, to uh, uh, who was it, Lazard, Alan Lazard, that made it 13-7. to uh, But I, I was impressed by what I saw from the Packer defense. And even though the Chiefs are 5-4, and four, and even though they got the win yesterday, they sealed it. Uh, on a big third down play after the, after the uh, Packers had scored to make it 13-7, the Chiefs basically ran the clock out. And on a third and 10, terrific play by Mahomes getting away from the pressure and finding uh, Tyreek Hill for that first down to seal the win. But even though they're sitting there at 5-4 and four and clearly in the mix in the AFC West and in the playoff hunt in the AFC, they just don't look like the same team right now, the Kansas City Chiefs, in spite of that win yesterday. Uh, they're 5-4. and four. So, the AFC right now is as wide open as could be. You tell me who the best team right now in the AFC is. The best record is the 7-2 and two Tennessee Titans, but there's a bunch of teams that could get to the Super Bowl in the AFC. We'll get to the NFC here in a second, but again, let's talk about our sponsors. We mentioned uh, our friends, our new friend, uh, uh, at uh, my buddy Isaac at Beach Camera. We talked about him, and we welcomed him to the fold. We mentioned uh, Hackensack Brewing with our good buddy Mike Jones. And, of course, we got uh, the big extravaganza. You got to be there, 730, this coming Monday night, November 15th, a live uh, podcast, live Oda Payne podcast from the Hackensack Brewing Company. I'll be there with John Jastrzemski as well. Come down. There's going to be a a lot of people. All my sponsors are going to be there, and I really appreciate that. But let me also give give my shout-out and uh, give – Give the word out on uh, my buddy Steve from Natural Body, Steve Calabrese. He's got to be happy because his Dolphins won a game, a turnover fest that featured nine turnovers yesterday between the Dolphins and the lousy Houston Texans. Miami winds up winning it. For some reason, Jacoby Brissett was the starter in this game. Don't ask me why. The Dolphins turned it over five times. The Texans turned it over four times. Miami wins at 17-9. to They go to 2-7 and seven on, the, on the season. And even though the Lions – haven't won a game and they had their buy, so they couldn't lose this past week. You can make a case the Houston Texans right now are the worst team in the NFL. With that said, check out Natural Body. You know the deal. I mentioned Steve Calabrese. Uh, if you have entered the coupon code Joe B, you get 10% off your entire order at naturalbodyinc.com. And anybody that makes a purchase at any of the Natural Body stores in Ozone Park, Queens, Belmore, Long Island, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, you're going to get a free natural body T-shirt valued at 25 bucks while supplies last. Again, check out Steve, and you know the deal. You can email Steve at naturalbodyinc.com. So uh, we really appreciate all the help that uh, Steve 
uh, has given us there. And don't forget our friends at Anita Tire, Ari. And I'm hearing that Ari is going to have this big giveaway. You want to you check this out. Somebody's going to get themselves a set of four tires for free at our upcoming uh, extravaganza at the Hackensack Brewing Company on uh, this coming Monday night. So you want to be there for that? Go see Ari. Go see Johnny at Anita Tire. My son Johnny, he's not too happy because his uh, Saints got beaten yesterday by the Falcons. 27-25 as the league just continues to be crazy, as we said. But check out Anita Tire. You need tires. You live in Bergen County, anywhere in the area, even if you live in Manhattan, Rockland County, wherever, you know, go see Ari, go see Johnny at Anita Tire. Get your tires, get all your car service there. Uh, terrific. And uh, we really appreciate everything, again, from all the guys at Anita Tire. Again, I want to thank Isaac and uh, my my latest, my newest sponsor from Beach Camera. Don't forget, use code JOEB for 15 bucks off your order of $100 or more at beachcamera.com. They got all the top brands, everything, LG, Samsung, Sony, the whole deal. Call, call Isaac, Isaac at 732-993-6385, 732-993-6385. And, of course, uh, my buddy, Mike Jones, he's a little upset because his Raiders lost to the Giants yesterday. I'm sure he's not happy about that. But uh, they still are tied for first place with the Chargers in the AFC West. And you know the deal at Hackensack Brewing Company, 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, less than 30 seconds from Route 4 in Hackensack's Fairmont neighborhood. There's always 12 beers on tap, which you can enjoy in their outdoor beer garden or in the spacious tap room. Plenty of packaged goods to go as well. Remember, you can bring your own food to the brewery. You can order from any of the many restaurants around the area. They'll deliver right to your seat. Check out the Hackensack Brewing. Uh, check out hackensackbrewing.com. Place your order for pickup or home delivery. The tap room's open from 4.30 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 p.m. on Saturday, 7 to 8 p.m. on Sunday. And don't forget, check us out this coming Monday night, November 15th, 7.30. I'll be there with John Jastrzemski. We'll be doing a live podcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company. All right, the uh, Joe Beningo Ode of Pain podcast as we uh, kind of break down week nine in the National Football League. When you look at the NFC right now, well, look, right now the Arizona Cardinals are the best team in the league. I think you have to say that. They're 8-1, and one, uh, and they did it yesterday against the San Francisco 49ers on the road without Kyler Murray. Murray is injured, sat out the game. Colt McCoy played. He played well. Uh, you know, James Conner had a big game. Great free agent signing by them. Of course, Conner, the former uh, Pittsburgh Steeler, he rushed for three touchdowns in his football game yesterday. A couple big fumbles in this game by San Francisco didn't help him. And right now, the Cardinals are sitting there at 8-1. and one. And, you know, win a game like they did yesterday without Kyler Murray and without DeAndre Hopkins and without A.J. Green, that is an impressive win for the Cardinals. And they deserve to be where they are right now, sitting there at eight up and one down on the season. Uh, you got to say right now, they are the best team. If you're, if you're doing a power ranking, you'd have to go with them. And they got a game you figure they're going to win this week because they got the Panthers coming in to play them in Arizona. So a uh, big win yesterday for the Arizona Cardinals. And the Rams, I, as I said, I, I thought the Rams were the best team in the league coming into yesterday. And boy, was I wrong, or at least for a day, as the Titans did their thing and beating them 28 to 16 uh, last night. Now, how about that game in New Orleans yesterday? And my son Johnny cannot be happy. This was a game where actually the uh, the Falcons had a big lead in this game. 
they were up, I think it was 24-6 in this game. Of course, no Jameis Winston, Trevor Simeon, a quarterback for the Saints. Saints came all the way back, take a 25-24 lead, only to see Ryan hit Coradell Patterson for a 64-yard bomb down the sidelines that one in the closing seconds that winds up setting it up for Kim uh, for the game-winning field goal. That's what is it? I think believe the third time this year that Kim has won a game late with a field goal. He did it against the Giants. He did it in London against the Dolphins, and he does it again yesterday. This time against the Saints. And the Falcons all of a sudden are sitting there at four and four. Uh, New Orleans falls to five and three. They're a game now behind Tampa Bay. Tampa had the uh, the week off. They had their bye week. They're sitting there at six up and two down. So Atlanta now four and four, and they put themselves in the mix as far as the playoff picture in the NFC. Uh, big win in New Orleans against the Saints. And, of course, that's one of the big rivalries in the NFL. And as I said, my my son Johnny cannot be too happy about it. Uh and so right now you look at the state of uh, of the NFC, the Cardinals at eight and one, the Packers at seven and two. Still got to put the Rams in there uh, at seven and two as well. Dallas at six and two. You know the, the one thing about Dallas yesterday, even though they lost to Denver, I mean Dallas is winning the NFC East. They got a four game loss column lead even with the loss yesterday. So I'm not shocked that you had the kind of letdown that the Cowboys had yesterday against Denver, and Denver needed the game a lot more than Dallas did. So, you know, you could basically pencil the Cowboys in for the NFC East title now. I don't see – I know there's, like, still nine games for them to play as they're 6-2. and But uh, to me, I don't see any way they're not winning that division. So that's how we look right now in the NFL. If we get ready for the game tonight, Pittsburgh and the Bears. I love Pittsburgh in this game. They're laying 6.5, the Steelers. They got off to a rough start. They started one and three. Remember, they won that opener in Buffalo, then they lost three straight games after that. Well, now they've won three in a row and uh, a win tonight, and that will put them, as I said, at five and three and just a game behind the Ravens in the AFC North, and they still got to play the Ravens twice. So love the Steelers tonight. If if I was, if you were me or if, you were, if you're a betting person, I'd lay the six and a half. I just, uh, I just don't like the Bears at all. They don't have a very good offense. Still a pretty decent defense, but uh, but Len, look, you never know in the NFL, as we all know. Uh, but just ask, ask uh, the Bills yesterday or ask the Bengals last week against the Jets. You never know week to week. But uh, I like the Steelers tonight to win and cover against the Bears. I want to wrap it up with the stuff on my football team, the Jets. We know what happened Thursday night against the Colts. They played the Bills this week. They're already a 13.5-point underdog. Here's the bottom line as we look at the quarterback situation. Both quarterbacks look like they're going to be healthy and available to play this week against the Bills. I've said it. I will continue to say it. Mike White has to be the starting quarterback at this point in time for the Jets. And I'm not saying that Josh Wilson is not the quarterback of the future. I'm not saying that at all. Right now, when you look at what White has done, uh, and when he came in again in that blowout loss to New England, the tremendous game he had, the breakout game against Cincinnati, and even the just limited time he played before he got hurt uh, the other night against the Colts when he had that beautiful touchdown drive to tie the game at 7-7 and hit Elijah Moore for the TD. I think he got hurt on that play. Right now, he gives the Jets the best chance to win. And there's no problem with Josh Wilson sitting and watching. And I'm again, I'm not saying Wilson's not going to be the guy. But I will say that if Mike White's better, he should be the guy. But that's still yet to be determined. But right now, 
as we move into what will be for the Jets now as they sit at two and six, it'll be their ninth game of the season. Mike White gives the Jets their best chance to win. If he's healthy, he should play. And there's no problem, no reason that Zach Wilson can't sit and watch. It's only going to help him. It's only his rookie year. He probably should not have been the starting quarterback from day one to begin with. So right now, as far as I'm concerned, I said it. I said it on the podcast Friday after the Colt game, and I will continue to say it until I'm proven wrong. If both guys are healthy, or if Mike, even if uh, even if Zach isn't healthy, if Mike White is healthy enough to play this week uh, against Buffalo, he's the starting quarterback right now. He gives the New York Jets their best chance to win a football game. If I'm Robert Sala, he hasn't committed yet, and there's no reason he has to. But if White is healthy and he can play, to me, Mike White has got to be the quarterback this week at MetLife against the Bills. All right. want to thank everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Joe Beningo and the Oda Payne Podcast. Now, don't forget, don't forget, you want to check us out. It's going to be a big event. It's coming up this coming Monday night, a week from tonight, November the 15th, the Hackensack Brewing Company uh, in, in Hackensack. Stop in. Come down. It's in Hackensack's Fairmont neighborhood. Check it out. We will be there. It's going to be unbelievable. All kinds of giveaways. All my sponsors are going to be there. I want to thank all of them again. Natural Body, Anita Tire. Uh, I want to thank everybody for, you know, what they're doing. We can't we can't thank them enough. And of course, our newest uh, newest sponsor, Beach Camera, Isaac, and everybody over there. I want to thank them. So don't forget again. Check us out Monday night, November 15th, 7.30 with John Jastrzemski, the Oda Payne podcast, live from the Hackensack Brewing Company. Have a great week, everybody.